She wears a dress of dead things and has forgotten how to live, but a nightmarish encounter forces her to go into the season of ocean, just as she gets in position to receive the terror and become the pain. Everything changes. Here is the reawakening of Marin. Chapter 1 Young Marin, Old Marin. and I wear a dress made of flowers. Real flowers, so far as I can tell, but nothing has felt very real for quite some time. But never mind that. I choose the prettiest flowers on my island, and I stitch the blooms into the kind of dress I want to wear. When the flowers wilt, I am already dreaming of another dress I can create on this paradise. This is my life, built from scratch every last piece of it. Today, my dress is crafted with azaleas, all different shades. It wraps close against my skin, and the flowery fa fabric skims the top of my bare feet. The clouds overhead cast dark shadows on my dress, but I am determined to finish scavenging for tomorrow's garment. As I rummage through the tall grass for wildflowers, I think about young Marin. Young Marin is who I used to be. She walks around like a reverie and invites herself along when I'd rather not have her for company at all. Her innocent, energetic words plague me, and I pull at the grass with frustration. I think I remember where the geraniums grow. It's quite a long walk to the meadow, but if you start early, you'll get there by dusk, maybe even before this storm hits. I stare down at young Marin's dress. A plethora of daisies weave in and out of dandelions with seeds that never seem to fly into the air. I criticize her garment and nervously bite my lip at this version of me, the part of me that used to be. I don't want to hear about the meadow. I used to treasure everything about that place, but it's in my past and has been for many years. This island, this is the best part of me now. I hear young Marin changing topics and charging into all sorts of memories she will never let me forget. Remember when you watched the stars turn into morning light? Remember when you ran along the shoreline of ocean and smiled for just a split second? Remember when you ran away from life out there and built an island here instead? My hands grow clammy just listening to her rattle my memories back to me. Remember when you wore dresses you didn't have to make and remember how they lasted for years? Remember the meadow you loved? Remember when you admired flowers and danced to the music of sunsets? Remember how you sang off key when you stared at the sky? Remember those times? Can we visit the meadow first, then go to ocean? I glance down at the waistline of my handcrafted dress. I need her to stop reminding me of so many things. My hands grow tired of searching for wildflowers as I hear young Marin's incessant chatter. Stop! Just stop! I scream. I yell at young Marin. I don't want to go to ocean. If I go, I may never make it to the other side. I'll stay here in what I know, and I'll love life because of it. I shake with rage and disappointment until I can no longer see young Marin anymore. When the reverie of young Marin finally dissipates, I feel the first raindrop sink into my clammy skin. I'm proud of who I am. I love the things I make. I love this place built by me. I trudge forward. I can sense the geraniums are close, and though I silence young Marin, I still want the geraniums she talked about. I climb over the last huge rock to see the old meadow of my past. The meadow that young Marin never lets me forget. The meadow I used to love. The meadow I haven't visited in years. 
It looks more real than any other part of my island, but the meadow is so far back in the past that this thought is ludicrous. I'm not even sure how I found it so easily because I've kept it away like an old buried secret. I force my eyes to focus, but I'm haunted by carefree twirls and orangey sunsets. I wish young Marin and all her memories would go away forever. I stomp my way through the meadow, angry and uncomfortable. The ground is peaceful, unshifting, and I lose my balance because of it. I land next to a body which I assume belongs to young Marin. I scream at her to move, but all I hear is silence in return. I get up, and my brittle heart jumps into my throat. This is not young Marin. My whole life lurches forward, and I see an old woman lying at my bare feet. Her eyes bore into mine, and I scream with fear at the resemblance between us. Her eyes are my eyes. Her dress is my dress. This is old Marin, future me. Old Marin is outlined by wilted geranium petals. She looks damp and decrepit, tangled between dead things. I turn to run, out of the meadow, away from old Marin, away from future me. But she grabs my hand. It's cold and tired. I despise it. Old Marin whispers something, but I refuse to kneel down to hear what she is saying. I cover my ears because this is not what I want to see, not who I want to become or anything I was hoping for. But old Marin's hoarse voice reaches through the rain and meets my ears anyway. I hate what I hear. Chapter 2 Ocean is a Season Her raspy voice pleads with me as she points her finger to my heart and waves her hand as if to shoo me away. Every word is bitter to my ears. Go to the ocean. Go to the ocean. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. And I know what old Marin is asking of me. To walk into the waves and lower my whole body into the water. To walk until I cannot touch the ocean floor. To go where I do not want to go. To be where my flower dress falls apart. To exist where I have never wanted to exist. To turn away from the island I have made. Go to the ocean. Go to the ocean. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. Her rasps come repeatedly. It's all she can say, all she is willing to say. I ask her why. I scream at her. My voice's anger and fear combined. Still, all I hear is old Marin rasping constantly. Go to the ocean. Go to the ocean. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. I run from the meadow. Dead geraniums fall from the sky and into my skin. I cut my feet on rocks as I go. I return to my house built securely in the trees. But echoes break as soon as I begin climbing toward comfort. Go to the ocean. Go to the ocean. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. A fire consumes the entirety of my house instantly. All that's familiar burns with it. I watch the structure splinter apart, but instead of ash, it lands in a pile of dead geranium petals. My azalea dress is wearing thin, and I've barely worn it at all. The destruction piles around me and mounts high like a sky rise. I have no control, and I cannot avoid old Marin's whispers still echoing in my ear. Go to the ocean. Go to the ocean. Into the ocean. Into the ocean. But I don't want to go. I don't want to fall apart. I don't want to go where I cannot touch the floor. I don't want to go into a place of mysterious and inexperienced chaos. 
I fall on my knees. I will stay here. I grasp the shoreline sand. If I let the waves skim the top of my feet, then it might be enough to keep me safe, to keep me on this island. I see her then. Young Marin, the part of me I have already been. She holds a geranium, but this one's alive. It looks nothing like the ones outlining old Marin. This geranium must be the last living thing on the island. Young Marin whispers three simple words. Louder than the echoes and louder than my own thoughts, she pleads, Please, please go! I notice her dandelion seeds have drifted away, perhaps by the force of the storm, perhaps because she truly wishes me to walk into the waves. She cradles the last living geranium to her chest. It's all she has left, but she walks to ocean and sets it loose on the lapping waves. No! I scream and run to the water, but the flower is already out of reach. I scream again. I yell at young Marin over and over, but see, she has disappeared too. My heart plummets. My soul sinks. The geranium is floating on the soft waves, the only gentle place of this entire island now. I am the barest form of me now, and the only sign of life floats into the expanse of unexpected things. Dead flower petals have swept around me. I am clothed in the ugliest garment I have ever worn. It crinkles against my skin and makes me want to jump out of it. I brace myself for the soft ocean waves and feel the smallest sense of relief when it washes against my ankles. I don't want to be here, and I never wanted a dress like this, but the last living thing is barely in sight and I know I must go now. The water swirls around my waist and my hands trail along the deepest shade of blue. My heart lurches in my chest. I feel suffocated and free. I feel scared and brave. I feel nothing at all. My chin hits the surface of the water. My bleeding feet can barely touch the ocean floor now. One more step forward. I take it. But I sink. I am overcome by every unwanted emotion pushing against my body. My dress of dead things hangs loose and soggy. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Ocean. Ocean is a season. How long does ocean last? How do I get out? I was forced in by destruction and sorrow and hope. I stay encased beneath the water for hours, drowning forever. My feet have yet to touch to the bottom. There's got to be more than this. I force my hands above my head in one last desperate cry for help. I feel something strange like gray scrab hold, and I'm pulled above the surface. A glimpse. A rescue. I open my eyes to sunrise, to wide expanse, to bright blue water, to dead flowers, to still here. My heart breaks, but the weight of ocean keeps it inside my chest somehow. Still here, still here, still here. I expect silence to be my companion forever. I force all my broken heart pieces to receive this crushed and terrifying life. I get into a position to become the pain, and then I hear her. I'm Anetta. The unfamiliar voice shocks me and punches vulnerability into the pit of my stomach. I look to the left side of me and see a woman bobbing up and down in the ocean with me. Innately, I know she wasn't the grace that hoisted me to the surface, but she is someone. She looks like an expression of joy and light. I thought this ocean belonged to me, but Anetta is here. Anetta is right beside me.